It's Friday, September 16th. I am PT. Welcome to another PT podcast brought to you by Crossroads Community Church in Lindale, Texas. I am joined with my incredible podcasting partners. Hey, yes, so. we're incredible. Whoa. That was a little extra. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Why do you think I did it? I tell you. It's, it's not like me to be dramatic. No. Anyways, I'm, I'm joined today with my, my buddies, my amigos, my partners, my pals, my buckmates. Todd, the Irishman Bergen. How are you doing, bro? Yeah, doing great. Doing great. You're doing good. That's good. Yes. I'm glad you're doing good. No, I'm doing great. Doing great. I'm doing great. Like Tony the Tiger, great. Great. All right. Great. Good. good. I'll uh, ask you to expound later on. Okay. Steve, the bald beauty. And you can see for all of his glory. Just look right T- in there. Stick your head in. Steve. Stick, your, stick your head in there, Steve. No, there he is. You see that oh, brightness? That was his head. That was his head. Here, Can Here. you see me now? Can you, can Unfortunately. You see me now? Can, you, can you see me now? <laughs> it's a variety. How about can you see me now? That white in the middle of the black, that is actually his beard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. His beard outlines the light. The bald beauty. He's he's spent a lot of time, and I mean a lot of time, perfecting the that beauty. Beard? The no. beauty, no, Actually, not the beard. I, I was thinking the skull, just the but, yeah, 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 the skull, yeah. I mean that yeah. thing. It's beautiful. I'm just glad that the, I'm glad that the light that's behind you is like broadcasting in that direction. Yes, yeah, it was yeah. Yeah. I'd, have, I'd be yeah. over here. I can actually see the reflection on the wall. To be it honest, would kind of be yeah. like a disco ball a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and let's not forget the absentee last I know, week. Right? Yeah, yes. came back the, um, yeah after after 12 days, 13 days, something like that. Forever. I remember. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was some like but who's counting? Whole, I was. Ten, I was. We were all counting. In fact. We had less yep. listeners last week because you were gone. Yep. Which that is, is not yes. true. Yeah, no, it is too. They all piped we usually in. have what? one, and it was Donnie, and he wasn't listening. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did not listen. We so, had one person write in and said, I'm not going to listen to your show. Joanna's not there. They yep. did not. Oh, yeah, no, they did. Yeah. No, you didn't. Well, no, I we did. didn't. I didn't do it. Uh, they didn't <laughs> write me. I didn't write that. It was probably Kim. It was probably <laughs> Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, my wife. Yeah, that could be. That's fine. So, yeah, uh, Joanna was gone to the Pacific Northwest. Oh, uh, so pretty. At a, at a convention for um, people that like some particular movie that we're not going to name because I'm, I'm already sick to my movie. stomach. I don't want to get more nauseous than I am. I love Twilight. It's so awesome. Thank it's you, great. Todd. Yeah. Thank ah. you, Todd. This is why we're friends. Yes. Trilogies. Yeah. Amen. That was, a, that was only a third of the... A third of the trip. The other time was just girls' trip with me and my bestie from Georgia, Georgia. taking in the scenery. Stephanie, who answered the, the phone last week? By the way, okay, your personal I'm not assistant's kidding awesome. When I say that was like I had no idea because when I saw um, or the phone rang and I was like, "Well, who is it?" and she was like, "It's Tim." And so my mind went to, "Oh no, like something must be wrong because he he knows I'm out of town. So if he's calling me, then something must be wrong." Right. So you weren't here. That's what was wrong. That was exactly <laughs> what was wrong. So I was like, okay, we'll we'll answer it just in case. And then that's how she answered it. And as soon as I heard you guys, I was like, oh my goodness. So <laughs> you're yeah, live. It was on great. Air. <laughs> we couldn't have planned that better if we tried. <laughs> you're right. So she she ditched us for some you know 
Oregon Georgia trip chick. with yeah. no, no, some Georgia lady. I ditched lady. y'all for the beach. Oh my gosh, it was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. That is a cold so beach. Hold on. Nice. You yeah. ditched us for a beach? A beach. That's a beach. Some beach. Some somewhere. Beach. Some beach. Yep. Some beach. <laughs> some beach on the west coast. That's not the kind of beach that you go. Oh my gosh. Water though, right? It's too cold, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it was cold. No. Like what? we we got we were walking along mm-hmm. the beach towards like Haystack Rock, and you get about up to your ankles, and then it's like you can't feel anything because mm-hmm. it's so cold. But mm-hmm. That's it was really it. really pretty. You just walk out there it until is you very get pretty. numb. Yeah, until you get numb, and then you yeah. don't feel anything. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. That's the whole thing about that area. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Is that like what's a... wrong? They don't feel anything? Well, yeah, they're all numb. It's cold water. <laughs> <laughs> if it's cold water, it's everything else. That's I'm cold. just kidding. Good grief. Yeah, Washingtonians. I, I wish I could moderate. For some reason, my computer won't let me moderate, so I won't be able to see your comments. Maybe Joanna will be able to every now and again. Let me see. Um, let yeah. me see. Let me she might be able to get on there. and do. I don't know. We I don't comments. even know. With technology for some reason this stuff. week yeah. let me tell you my stories about technology this Ooh, week talk it holy cow get first it. of all yeah first of all we get done with our our marathon gig schedule last week wow and okay. i go to the cowboy game and they completely fall apart dak is what? gone i i'm, I'm serious what? if i watch them or if i'm at the game guess what Cowboys are going to lose. You're not allowed to go to the game. I know now. I, I know this for. I have more to this though. Wait a minute. We could we, we could use this to our advantage. We yeah. could bet on the game that they're going to lose and send him. That's what we need to do. That's mm-hmm. what we okay. Got the plan. Mm-hmm. I, got the, mm-hmm. I got the plan. Yeah. Is where, that the trick? Where are you from? Where are you from mm-hmm. again? You don't even like the Washington. Cowboys. You don't even like you don't even like football. Washington. You don't like football. What in the world are you betting on football for? Okay. Hey, uh, look, 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 Mister Farmer. Mister. <laughs> So how bad is Dak's hand? Is it is it going to be? Oh my gosh! I don't want to talk about the Cowboys. All right. Nobody can hurt me as bad as the Cowboys. No. Nobody. Or nobody. I don't know about that. They did me yeah. dirty. They did me dirty. Makes me sad for you. I yeah. went to the game for my birthday, and guess what they did? I know. I they, told them not to do that. They lost in the worst possible way. So I touched the Cowboys, and guess what? Cowboys lost. They broke apart. Yeah. All of them. But like. We had a Still. lineman go down. We had a, yeah. a quarterback go down. Mr. Brady, who's already half dust, mm. was perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. Mm. Anyways, okay, mm. so then Monday rolls around, and my voice is completely shot. Like, I don't have oh, a voice. That's I'm, I'm barely here, game. right? No, I wasn't screaming at the game. I was already gone on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Go back wow. and listen. You'll be able to hear it, folks. I was The voice is so... I touch my voice. My voice goes out. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Wednesday rolls around. And I, I can't go to my gig on Tuesday, so I'm, and I, I canceled, for those of you that are in practice, I canceled practice because mm-hmm. there's no way I'm going to try to do practice on that day. And so Wednesday I get there, and I set up my keyboard, and I get it all connected, and I start trying to play my keyboard, and the sound doesn't come out. <laughs> oh, my. And I'm like, what in the world is this about? So I'm doing that, and then I've got my, my microphone plugged into the unit that's there at, at, the, at the place that I'm playing at, and that the, the speaker thing starts to go out on me. Oh, my. I look at Sky go, what in the world? Want everything I'm touching this week. Then yesterday, uh, it's like it, it, the, the implosion of relational things. Are having, yeah, hush, I'm just saying, what I'm telling you about. I'm still coming to your birthday party. Uh, uh, He's having a birthday party? He's having a birthday party? Oh what, he has gosh. a birthday? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> everything I touched this well, week. I guess everything since, knows. Except for this podcast. And oh, I'm, right. I'm almost certain. That somebody's going to get upset with what we talk about today. Well, they got upset what? last week. We had a particular bald guy that got really upset last week. He keeps denying it, but I know for a fact he was, was he was upset. He was up. He was, was mad. Since I have hair, 
and yeah, Tim has and I have hair, hair. and and I'm, we know that Joanna's got hair. Yeah, she Joanna has a fabulous wig. Yeah, oh, no, that's not true. true. <laughs> you wish. Hold on. Say it again. Joanna has a fabulous a wig. Fabulous wig. I like her wig. <laughs> well, I, I think your your technology issues. It's it's all because of the government. They're sending out these little nanos. That's probably what it is. Okay, these little nanos, they're getting into all these electronic things, and they're yeah. just, they're compromising all of yeah. them. I'm, it's all, it's, it's a government conspiracy. Right? I'm telling you right now. Yeah. I know these things. I'm a farmer. Yeah, you're a farmer. <laughs> That's right. I know everything about technology. He knows all about the corn cob up your butt. That's right. <laughs> No, but I do know that there is, so there is going to be a shortage of toilet paper because oh, of the railroad nice. thing. So oh, okay. All right. Want, all right. It's over. Some, you're going to want some We're done. Cops. We're done. Oh anyway, so that was oh my, my week God. this week. I'm going to offer them. I'm, I finally got my voice back. Three, got, got two yeah. big, big gigs this week. What has happened with you, Todd? What's going on with the farm? How's yeah. everything happened? It's C3 Weird. Serenity Farm, by the way. Go check it out yep. on Facebook. Or just awesome. come by. Give money. Totally fine. We won't argue with you. Give lots of money. Yeah. Daddy needs a new tractor. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy needs a new tractor. Daddy needs a new Daddy tractor. Daddy needs a new mm. tractor. Mm. That's right. Yeah. There's got to be a country song about that. Daddy <laughs> needs a new <laughs> tractor. Wow, you guys if got that If there's not down. one, there will be. There we go. There it yeah. is. Well, uh, Tim Schlesner, if you're listening, there's your new hook. Daddy needs yeah, a new tractor. there you go. Yep. Yeah. Who, who do we have Tim. on here? Let's see. Look that up. Anyways. Uh, All three people, maybe. Drew, hey. Stephanie, Hey. Um, a lot hey. of A's. Let's see. Shit. Stephanie says, try being a Raiders fan. Ooh. Oh, Stephanie. Are you a Raiders fan? Stephanie she Hardcastle. She's a Raiders yeah. fan. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Bless your heart. Yeah, I, I understand. A Raiders fan. I understand. Yeah, you didn't do anything since Madden. <laughs> <laughs> what, Drew, she? Drew Stewart says, she thinks my tractor's sexy. <laughs> that ought to be your theme song, Todd. She thinks my tractor's sexy. She thinks my tractor's sexy. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good recommendation. (laughs) All right. So we're we're going to make sure that that we we cover all this stuff. But, Todd. Yes, sir. You've been busy this week. I know you've been busy. You've been busy for Mobile Santa. I know you've been busy on Mobile Santa stuff. Yes. But C3 Serenity Farm, particularly, what's going on? What's new? Making new beds. Getting fall crops ready. Getting seedlings put out. We just planted a roll kale. Yep. And we know the what yeah. row of kale. Sorry, I'm a row that. of kale. Kale. Yeah, kale, kale. Kale. kale, right? I thought yeah. you were planting good stuff. Like well, I thought yeah, you were going to make know. pizza. Isn't kale, <laughs> no, no, no. We got, <laughs> kale is good. Oh, it's good. It's good for you. It's good. It's good for you. Do you know Sorry. that those? Look what it did to his hair. No, it makes his scalp shiny. It makes his scalp shiny. Dude, you know, you know as well as I do. You know as well as I do. Turnips and kale. That's the devil's lettuce. No, turnips are good for you. No, no, I, I love oh, you, man. And it might be good for you, but it tastes like poo poo. No, it don't. Okay. You just got to learn how I'm to just, cook no, it, I, right? Yeah. Anyway, okay. so we already got, true. I mean, we, we've Call got you the, Jennifer Jr. I like kale. We got the potatoes in the ground, reds and yellows. Yeah. Okay. We've got the, we got the like pumpkin the, growing. Yeah. We got the sweet potatoes growing. Yeah. We got the cream peas growing. Okay. I can, I'm all with still, that. I'm all we with that. We still yeah. got purple hulls producing. I'm all with that, too. Although you have to cook those right, too, or it's just, yes, they taste do. nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chalky. Yeah. I love some purple hull peas. Mm-hmm. So we've good. got done right. Squ- done right. Done right. Spaghetti squash growing. Vines are killing it. Oh, my goodness. We still got cucumbers. Go figure. Oh, my goodness. I want cucumbers. Now we don't have any bees. So I got no more pollinators. Oh, damn. Well, the, uh, that's not true. I've been out. I've been out a whole lot. There's a bunch of bees flying around. Oh, uh, no, garden. They done. What did you do? I, 
All the all the bees that are we have a a tree right in front of our house and we call it the humming tree Mm -hmm. because the bees just flock to it and it it buzzes it hums like all summer long. That's why Donnie's so sweet. It's done. It's 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 done now. They're they're gone. So they're hibernating at this point. All right, but you're saying it's all going good. It, it is actually because now it's time for the lettuce, the the kales, the the devil it's stuff. The, right? It's all the stuff that doesn't need pollination. All the rabbit Good. food, radishes, and, and stuff like that. We know that there is a patch of what coming for fundraising for the C three C. And, and the right. hope is that we raise what money for what new tractor. Yeah, <laughs> Daddy needs a new, new tractor. tractor. That's Daddy it. Daddy needs a new tractor. Right. Yep. We've been borrowing it from that window guy. So, and, and he's been very cool. He's been extremely cool. Mm-hmm. Thank and you, George Lewis. Yes. Thank, Thank you, George Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, George. Appreciate you very much. And so you're amazing. Time, time for him. Amazing. He needs it back. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, um, Steve, yeah. how's the Gold Shield Insurance Agency, GSIA, as you uh, put it so um, wonderful? <laughs> Hold on. Let me do it like he did. GSIA. <laughs> G S I A. He didn't cut you any slack. No, he does not. No, man, it's going. If you only knew, (laughs) if you only knew how bad it was in college. I could, I could just imagine. Yeah, yeah. He gave me a really hard time in college. He gave you a hard time. Oh yeah, I was, I was completely different person when I was in college. I was nice and quiet. No, people. He was all all who believe that. Please raise your hand. Oh, and there are none. Yeah. All right, so tell me about Gold Shield Insurance Agency. All right, we're doing great. Um, okay, that's great. All right, so... <laughs> <laughs> no promos, no no special discounts for... Uh, yeah, uh, anybody who, who's unhappy with their insurance, give me a call. <laughs> I have never had a DUI. Can I have it for 50 bucks a month? We'll, we'll get... Yes. Oh, my... Wow, you might be able to, but they're going to insure you like for... Maybe no, $2 you on here. <laughs> you can't do that for $50 a month. <laughs> okay, so we'll get to the number later, but you're doing good. Everything's going yeah, well. Everything's going great. I know that you had a teenager that just um, yeah, graduated into driving, so we all need to stay <gasps> yes, out the road. So oh. If you're in Quitman, right. be careful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you're in Winsboro, be careful, too, because he's going to be driving. Actually, <laughs> just uh, be careful. Dun, dun, dun. But we'll he passed. I was glad. I was proud of him. He did pass. Um, yeah, the guy, the person that was in the car was. You could hear. Her <laughs> <laughs> just came That's walking in. Going on. Got to pass him so he doesn't come in here and try to take the test again. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> actually, he only he only made two mistakes, and I would have made only. the same mistakes he made. Um, I didn't think that you had to put your blinker on. Whenever you, after you finish with your um, parallel parking, you got to put your blinker on to let them know that you're coming back out. Mm. That's the only thing you didn't do. Yeah, anytime you merge into another lane. Mm-hmm. I know that, but mm-hmm. I would have forgot to put mine on, too. I'm, I'm really? just to be honest. I would have missed yes, it. But, Steve, you forget that you're following people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. No more slack. Oh, goodness. Okay, so he's doing great. Joanna, you've yes. got... New covers for. I, I do your, have something to say though. Oh well, sure. No, yeah, I going, just don't know going. how much longer you I, need, dude. I just need one more. <laughs> I, I'm going to do my first gig. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, Ever. You are. Yes. Oh. She didn't see the picture of you know Clint Eastwood. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Okay, I missed something. I'm gonna have to go back and find uh, yeah. it. Yeah, he's gonna be in Winsboro. He's gonna be playing his first solo <gasps> show with his acoustic guitar yeah. and only oh. his acoustic guitar. Yeah, I'm only making acoustic guitars. Just me and my. 
me singing. The show will last about what? Maybe a couple hours, maybe. You have that many songs? I can sing them over again. <laughs> <laughs> That's and how you do it, Tudor. That's for real. That's a, we're, I'm super proud of him, too, because he's been oh, wanting to do awesome. it for a while. Well, I've got a couple other places that after I do this, it's going to be, and then they've got a couple other places there in Winsboro. I might be able to do some stuff. Like, well, don't got, call them out yet. To, if they haven't booked you, don't they, call them out. They, they, they won't book they you. They think about booking me, so I just got to yep. get it with them. And, yeah, but true. I got to get my repertoire together. Your, your rep? Repertoire. Your repertoire. Did I say it mm. right? Repertoire. Repertoire. You always have to correct me. Sounds <laughs> like that teacher. Yes. Like I'm a retrobate. <laughs> retrobate. That was last week, by the way. Week, yeah. He'll get you over to a retrobate mind. It's like uh, it's like Megan when she drinks. It's oh my like, gosh, I missed y'all. <laughs> oh. well, retrobate mind. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Retro bait. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what people do to... Yeah, anyway. Yep. Bait you into going back to the 80s is retro yeah, bait. That's yeah, that's retro bait right there, mm. yeah. Anyways. That's funny. No, super proud, man. Uh, he's a, he's an incredible uh, singer, yeah. songwriter, and, and he's beautiful, as as you all know. I'll um, be at Backstage at Coffee in Winsboro. And what day is that? It's a new place that just opened up Saturday. ago. This, Saturday? This Saturday? Saturday at, at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, 9 o'clock Joanna doesn't okay. get up that early, so you don't have to worry it's about her. too early. Wait, yeah, this, this, this Saturday. This Saturday? Saturday? Yeah. Okay, Can't yeah. No, I'll be with a whole bunch of teenagers at Sky Ranch. So. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah they'll be, they'll be uh, um, yeah. uh, skydiving without the parachute. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's called an acting faith in the Lord. Man, I uh -huh. hope it's over water. <laughs> uh -huh. All right, Joanna, tell me what's going on with you. you got books that are coming out with new covers that are absolutely amazing the first time you put them out, but now they're even they more are. amazing with they're, cool. They're beautiful. And we had uh, such a successful book signing Ooh. in Washington last week. It was absolutely awesome. Um, there were 12 authors there, and I think most of us cleared out books i mean it, it was really fantastic and it was very cool to um meet some fans who came in and had read my books and That's were awesome. excited to meet me it was very humbling it was really really cool That's and awesome. then uh See that's that's why they were there though, because they heard heard the the plea on the PT podcast. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Rushed, rushed to you. Yeah, that yeah that's it. exactly it. Yeah, yeah. You know, just playing. Yeah, and uh, got to spend time with uh, a good writer friend of mine, Tracy Wolf, um, which was amazing. See any relation to Jacob? No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, but she's she's fantastic, and, and the book series that she has out right now is just absolutely taking off. I mean, it's it's huge. She's getting ready to go on a big European tour, and so it's it's awesome. So getting to spend time with with her before all the crazy sets in uh, was really really cool. Very cool. Sounds like it was fun. Yeah, we had a great time. And so you had a good time without us. Yeah, yep. I did. I did. Wow, it's a little awkward now. Uh, that's yeah. fine. That's yeah. It's okay to have yeah. fun and without us every once in a while. You shut your mouth. You shut your mouth on this podcast. <laughs> I'm just playing. Where you go, Steve. You're going to get yourself put in a corner. <laughs> well, we're going to get right to the, the subject matter at hand. Um, we, we, Underwater basket weaving. No, no. No, that's <laughs> on the next C3 Serenity Farm podcast. Weaving. Oh, wait. What? That's on the next C3 Serenity so Farm podcast podcast called oh wait oh, oh wait yeah. oh wait anyways oh wheat okay anyways oh, wheat. um <laughs> <laughs> oh wheat 
Oh, yeah. Um, so we we realized that last week we 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 stepped off in it, um, and I've actually had several people comment about how fun they had listening to it. Oh, really? Um, except for one person who was extraordinarily upset when he was leaving. He didn't even say goodbye. He just took off. He I, did. Yeah. He just took off. Like, you out the door. That was not. Ball me. Beauty was fuming last did week. Did you get your feelers hurt? Yes. All of oh. his hair dropped off. It, it was out. terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> it all retreated to his back. All right. Anyways. So, but we're going to be talking today about a really sensitive subject. I realize that it's a sensitive subject, and I want you to give us yes. a chance to talk through this conversation because I, I I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to be more balanced than what you hear from other people. Um, as far as what I understand other people talk like. Um, I, I know I fall um, a little bit more liberal than what a lot of my conservative friends um, talk like in regards to this subject. And I want to make sure that we have a valuable conversation about one of the hottest topics in the world today regarding homosexuality and the Christian. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm going to go ahead and start with the scripture of the week. And I'm not going to start with one that you would think that I would start with. You probably think I'm going to go right straight to Leviticus <laughs> or Romans chapter one, but I'm not. You're not? I'm not. I'm You're not, not. going to do that. It's All not right. going to happen. I'm it's actually going right after. No, I'm going to start with it. No, no, it's not. Quit. Put, do, do. Okay. Ephesians chapter four, verse 29. It says, let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth. But if there is any good word for edification, according to the need of the moment, say yeah. that so that it will give grace to those who hear. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. All bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and slander must be removed from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another. Yes. Mm -hmm. Compassionate, forgiving each other, mm -hmm. just as God in Christ has also forgiven you. Amen. And I, and I wrote a post this week. Um, if, if you read the Bible and you're thinking about other people or you're scrutinizing other people. If reading the Bible makes you scrutinize other people more than it makes you scrutinize yourself, you're reading it wrong. It's not mm -hmm. supposed to be about everybody else changing. No. It, it's supposed to be the Lord speaking to you and you changing. Right. And a lot of times when we discuss these things, um, we, we, we talk about perspectives that are outward. We're, we're talking about how they need to change their ways. Mm. And while I would agree that there's a lot of things in this world that needs to change, I think that Christians have been terribly wrong in their ways of dealing with this subject. And so mm -hmm. that's where I wanted to start with that. The next one is obviously is Romans chapter 1, verse 21 through 27. And you're, you're getting a balance here where we're going to deal with ourselves before we deal with something else. Mm -hmm. But we mm -hmm. still know that something else is not necessarily appropriate. Okay, mm -hmm. And it says, mm -hmm. For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks, but they became futile in their reasonings, and their senseless hearts were darkened. Now, Paul uses strong language. He's talking to Jews and Romans here, um, and Gentiles, by the way. Um, and there seems to be an issue with not having God as God in their lives. And so he's he's talking about the power of God, which is salvation, and being able to have him as Lord of their life. And we get into Romans 1, and he's talking to these individuals. He's saying, claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of, uh, of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible mankind's of birds, four-footed animals, and crawling creatures. Therefore, God gave them up to vile impurity in the lusts, lusts of their heart so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. For they exchanged the truth of God for falsehood and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Amen. For this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions for their women exchanged natural relations for that which is contrary to nature. 
And likewise, the men, too, Mm -hmm. abandon their natural relations with women and burn in their desire toward one another. Males with males committing shameful acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. All right. And it goes on and it condemns a lot of things that um, a a selfish heart, a sinful heart um, would eventually will will result in. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is not just dealing with homosexuality, although... Paul is dealing with a, a, a subject matter here that yes. is obviously dealing with orgies that Romans had. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was other things that were happening in Roman culture that was not good. Not good. Okay, mm-hmm. But as always, when we're dealing with sin, we, we are talking about choosing what you value the most. If, if you value yourself over what you believe the Lord is asking you to do, then that is what we would call sin. Alternately, um, I would say that love is selflessness, um, that it mm-hmm. is choosing mm-hmm. God um, above. You, you value God's opinion over yourself, over what you believe. Mm-hmm. And a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of stuff that's coming out these days is all about my truth, the truth that I see, my perspective. And if it goes up against God, what, what you know to be God's perspective, then, then I would say you have to acquiesce to the wiser. Um, you may think you know better, but God knows better. That's just absolutely Amen. true. Okay, so that being said, the balance is how do you, as a Christian, um, when you're dealing with these kinds of subjects, because there's multiple. We talked about abortion last week. We mm-hmm. talked about political things last week. We talked about um, uh, guns last week a little bit. And, and people get really hot about these topics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure all of y'all have some kind of story regarding dealing with people who have alternate opinions on stuff. Um, and how do you, in dealing with homosexuality specifically, because um, we could go all day long with people that disagree with us about stuff. Well, I know I can. Uh, I have no problem talking. I don't know if you nope. guys know that. Uh, but Shocker. Yeah, y'all shut up. Okay, we so didn't know that. <laughs> no respect. No respect. All right, so let's talk about the mistakes that you've seen made in not, not only churchendom, because there's plenty of that, mm-hmm. but in religious culture, in Christian culture, what do you see as the biggest mistakes that we're making as far as our relating or our talking or speaking to um, the LGBTQ plus uh, people, the, the the homosexual, let's just say to homosexual specifically, um, you know, uh, attraction to the same sex. Um, what do you think are our disconnect or our problems have been and we'll, we'll start with todd and then we'll go with um steve and then we'll we'll hit we'll hit the author back here joanna so give me give me some specifics todd i don't put you on the spot but what do you think our our problem has been in dealing with that as far as the reason for wanting a same-sex relationship i think i think it has a um an opportunity for people who I guess it's the like-minded thing, okay? Mm. Mm. So I think mm-hmm. two same-sex, they're going to be like-minded as far as what mm. they like to do, what they don't. I mean, not, not the not the personal trait, but the things of, okay, well, I'm a female, they're a female, we're going to do the same things, mm-hmm. okay? So you think it's built around kinship? I do. Okay. I think it's I think it's built on uh, the the perspective of, well, I'm not going to have to worry about. Uh, trying to make everything mesh as much. So you think it's ease? I do. I think I, it's. Uh, yeah. I think it's mm. definitely ease. That would be probably the key word that I would use in 
those kind of same sex sexual relationships is because of ease not mm-hmm. because if you're trying to if you're a woman and you're trying to find a man or you're a man and you're trying to find a woman you've got to woo that woman you've so got the to pursuit woo. yeah yeah mm. it's tough i mean let's face it women don't make it easy for men to you know woo them anymore because easy, easy, easy. No, danger, no, danger. No, no, I'm just saying. No, it's, it's, it's very true. It's yeah, very I true. Mean, and now, because we're a digitized world, mm-hmm. we're not we're not a community like a, a community that communicates all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, now everything's over a text or a email or FaceTime, and even FaceTime, I don't think is that much. But I think people don't have the ability to interact mm-hmm. and really actually plug into each other. Mm-hmm. And so you're either kind of an introvert and you don't do anything, you don't go out of your house, you don't get see you don't see sun. I think there's a lot less people out there with tan without tans because they stay in their homes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, where are you gonna find where are you gonna find a mate mm-hmm. in your house? You're gonna go online, you're gonna play video games with your buddies, oh, and then all of a sudden next thing you know, you're gay. <laughs> Uh, that's, made, that's 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 quite the jump. You video games sound like a gateway thing. <laughs> well, uh, that's, that, I don't I don't know if that's the that, I don't know if that's the jump, bro. I, no, you don't think so? I don't think video games. Uh, <laughs> You're the devil. <laughs> yeah. The devil. Well, okay. okay, I can right. I can follow you on the logic of all right. Yeah. So I, I'm not used to getting out. I'm not used to um, yeah. having a social interaction. And I'm a little awkward in that sense, and so I'm going to choose the easy route, which might be you know eHarmony or you know Tinder or I don't know what all the dating mm-hmm. apps are nowadays. Mm-hmm. But at least that's good. Your wife will appreciate that. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I, I, yeah, whatever. Um, so um, don't go looking, baby. I'm playing. All right. So what we've got is that the issue of the ease of access to, um, I guess, digital dating, and you're saying that. Because people want to find somebody that they don't have to work hard to have a relationship with. You're saying that that might be the reason. The disconnect. But I'm talking about the disconnect with Christians um, in, in, their, in their dealing with that. Because I, evidently, I mean, I would say that there's a lot of people out there that have... They, the world calls it homophobia. Where you have a, a hard time accepting somebody who is homosexuality. And I'm wondering what you believe the disconnect is from a Christian to a homosexual, why is that, do you think it's, you know, do you think it's built on the fact that they don't understand that it's ease of access or that you think it's a misunderstanding? If, if, if I'm understanding your question, your question is that, why is there a disconnect in the, yes. in the Christian? Yeah, okay. what do you so think? I think if, if, if you're calling yourself a Christian and you're reading the Bible and you're doing your due diligence with communicating with God, uh, you might have a disconnect because if you're reading the Bible, you shouldn't be following that trail. That's true. But how do you, how does that affect their viewing of the homosexual is what I'm saying. There's a disconnect well, there for a reason. What, what's I the have, reason? I have friends who are gay. Right. And I, I love them dearly. Sure. They're, they're good people and they have great hearts. Sure. Um, I don't have to condone what they do. Right. I just have to appreciate the fact that they don't flaunt it in front of me. They don't push it on me. Mm-hmm. If you're the if you're the type of person that's actually out there flaunting it and you're putting it out there for the world to see because you want to prove a point, well then you're doing it for yourself anyways. You're not doing it for God. And then you have this I'm getting what I want attitude. So then if you want to go and say you're a Christian and you're doing that, well then I'm going to have a problem with that as well. 
it's not even just being homosexual. It's the me, me, me attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which sometimes I've met people who are homosexual and they have that attitude. It's a me, me, me. Mm-hmm. Because I want what I want. I and want I, and I, I want you to I, see what I want. And I, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I deserve this. Yeah, okay. I mean, I have it coming. Okay. Steve, what do you think, man? I mean, obviously, that's a really good answer. Yeah. I mean, as far as well, there's a disconnect between either one of those if they can't see from the other. It's a lack of empathy is what you're saying. Yeah, I'd love to say it's one thing. Oh, no. Well, because then we can fix it. Yeah. yeah we can, we can mm-hmm. fix whatever that issue is. It'd be a really is. short podcast. Uh, <laughs> that's true. That's very true. But it's a complicated issue. And I'm sure that there's multiple reasons. But what do you see as far as the disconnect from the church or Christians to homosexuality. Obviously, we, we've got the sin issue there. We all believe that yeah. homosexuality is something that is not condoned by God. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's everybody at this table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's people that are be on this, on my on my page, or uh, somebody listening at home that may not agree with that and may try to debate me on you know Romans 1 or Leviticus or any of that kind of stuff. But everybody at this table agrees that homosexuality is not a practice that is condoned by the Lord. Yes. Okay, yes. But that does not change our what our command is to, to deal with, with, with people. And they are people. But what do you think the disconnect is? Why do you think people get into a, um abrasive, bitter, malicious kind of attitude towards homosexuality? I don't know. I really don't know why. I know that the Bible clearly speaks against it. But um, what, I, what I know is it also says in the Bible they'll know they'll know us as believers by our love for one another. So if we're not showing love, uh, then we're not, we're not showing them Christ. And uh, if they're going to find the truth, then they have to see the love of Christ. And, if, and, and on some of us have had family members that are dealing with this issue. Yeah. And I think the worst thing a family member can do is, is to shun that person just because they're having that issue yeah um because it's it's a war in their mind Mm -hmm. because as a man thinks so is he so if you it's a war in their mind and then eventually if they keep mulling that over in their mind they're going to believe whatever the lie has been putting in that's been put in there um and then they'll believe that it's truth but if they want to see if they're going to see the truth then they're going to have to see the love of some, you know, of of a true Christian, that's that's loving them, not condoning what they're doing, but loving them for who as a are. person, yeah, for who they are, um, intrinsically, yeah, for, intrinsic. for what they are as yeah. a person, not yeah. necessarily and um, all the things that they're involved with. Because I don't what, think any of us in in our closets, where we've come from, any of us yeah. have a perfect, yeah, you know, road that we've traveled. Yeah. No. Um, so go ahead. You were saying. So um, where the where the Christians have, have made the mistakes is that they've they've um, completely shunned them as in they're like leopards. I, I just said leopard, didn't I? <laughs> you did. Yeah, but that's okay. Leopard. I understand. You're, you're such a Lippers. retrobate. Yeah. You're such a retrobate. <laughs> Leave it to me to say the wrong word. I have spots. <laughs> we love you. They're, they're lepers. They, they're, you know, and that's where... That's where we've gone wrong. Why do you think that is? Why do you think they put them in that but category? Then, as far as because okay, they think it's so, catchy. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, it's just um, so. But we get, as a church, we also got to make sure we don't go 
on the other side of the pendulum and just embrace everything and then and then say oh you can go ahead and do whatever you want to you're welcome into god's kingdom it doesn't matter what you do because sin is sin but god says sin is sin so he doesn't think homosexuality is any different than any other sin mm. we got to remember that mm. Wait a minute. What was your question again to him? What's the disconnect between Christians and homosexuality? And why do you think the Christians put homosexuals in a a leper category? Why do they put them in a Because they don't know how to deal with them. So they just don't want to deal with them at all. He's right. I think think Mm. people don't want to deal with them. You think it's the same thing as what you're talking about? The ease of, I don't want to have to do anything difficult and that appears difficult and so it's easier for me to demonize it than it is to try to deal with it well think about confrontation most people don't want to don't want to have a confrontation i know i know Mm. exactly what you're saying okay Mm -hmm. so i mean realistically if you if you walk up to a homosexual and say hey look i I noticed that you and your partner sitting here and you guys are handling hands and obviously you're indulging in a relationship do you have you guys have you guys uh read the bible can i show you a few scriptures it's going to be a fight Mm mm-hmm because you're you're having condemnation without relationship. Right. Yeah. Rules and without relationship breeds rebellion. rebellion. And nobody, nobody is going to respond positively by some stranger coming up and listing out their done did wrongs. Mm-hmm. It's just not. And if you if you really want to be the light to someone, you have to be. You have to be an inviting light to someone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You be have to be the candle by the bedside, not the interrogation light. Right. There's a huge difference. Which is never your job to begin with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. We're People don't care Holy what Spirit. you know until they know that you care. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and, and the unfortunate part about this is that so many people out there, I think they, they embody Romans 1 even in their religiousness. Because they profess to be wise and they become fools in the process. Mm -hmm. And so what we end up doing is instead of addressing the topic in a cathartic and a healing way, we address the topic in a I'm going to kill you and hope you die so I don't have to deal with you way. Mm. And that's exactly what you're talking about. You're saying the ease of it. And that's Christian culture. Let's just be honest. I, I love you people of God. I love the church. I'm a part of you. I yes. walk with you. I'm I'm with you. I'm in arms with you. I'm locked in arms. I, I wholeheartedly agree that this is not something that you toy with, and that's not something that God smiles at. But I also don't mm-hmm. think that God smiles at the way that we're handling mm-hmm. the dealings of people of that, of that culture. Absolutely. I, I think that as a church, we have fallen into the fear category instead of the trust category. And we think it's our job to convert nations. It's it's God's job to convert nations. We were called to share the gospel and speak the truth in love. In love. In love. Well, yeah, but we got to be careful about how we're dumbing down the word love. Because mm-hmm. love does not look like a soap opera, dude. It doesn't look like laces and flowers and... And it doesn't look like easy believism. And I know you, you've said that. You said we can't condone sin like that. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of people in culture that say that love is the acceptance of whatever that person does. And that's Mm-mm. just not true. No. Can't look at a mom um, who is telling and, and providing loving boundaries for people mm-hmm. and saying you can't do this and you can't do this and trying to build that and say that that mother is being unloving. Mm-hmm. And although it is not my job to set boundaries for people, I do want to speak truth in the boundaries that God has provided mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is a good father. 
he is someone that cares deeply about his people. And so, and I, when I say his people, I'm talking about all people. Yes. I'm not talking about just his church. And so somewhere the disconnect, I think, has been about, I don't know how to deal with you. I don't understand what you're going through. I can't feel or empathize with where you're at. Mm-hmm. And so because I can't, I'm going to write you off as you're hellbound and God doesn't care about you. And mm. that is absolutely travesty. And you yeah, haven't really spoken travesty. much about it. So, mm. Joanna, I'm going to give you a shot. Go ahead. But that that's my opinion about the shortcomings mm-hmm. of the church in there. And yeah. I don't think that looks like the Lord or what he has done in us. No. The, the, the Spirit of the Lord does not give us a, 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 a what is it, um, uh, the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, power but of power, love, and a sound mm-hmm. mind. And I think our dealings with not only the things that we don't understand, mm-hmm. the temptations that we don't understand, the people that we don't understand, we need to be more empathetic about the humanity that exists everywhere yeah. and understand that we had to learn from Holy Spirit. We yeah. had to learn from the Lord. And yeah. in his perfect time, as we gave our lives to him, he was able to change us mm-hmm. from the inside out. But guess what led us to repentance? It yeah. wasn't the hatred of mankind that led us to repentance. Right. It wasn't the hatred of God that led us to repentance. It was the kindness of God Love that led God. us to repentance. Mm-hmm. And so it's actually the kindness of God that leads to repentance. It wasn't even the love of God that did, even though that's all part of the same coin. Um, I, I, I want to get to you, Joanna, and, and and ask you the same question. What do you think the disconnect between Christian and homosexual is? I, I think we we touched, I, I mean, in my opinion, I, I touched on it. It's the not having a relationship before you come in beating people over the head with a Bible. Um, a while back, I had the opportunity to spend time with a lesbian couple and they are absolutely some of the most brilliant kindest Mm -hmm. most amazing two women on the planet that you'll ever meet and i would not trade a moment of our quality time that we spent together for anything and they they know that i'm a christian they know that i'm a youth pastor i'm active in my church and so there was no there was no pretenses there and i was very honored that they did feel open enough to have certain conversations with me because they knew anything they said to me i would receive it out of love out of friendship and i think we have to be careful about um it's the not um fearing things that you don't understand Mm mm-hmm and the truth of the matter is, I understand. I completely understand why these two women would be drawn together. Absolutely. Bad marriages to men, abusive marriages to men. And when they got out of those, they found a best friend in mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. And I, I understand what they were saying. They were bringing up valid points and if you take the the sexual aspect out of it they're best friends that's what they are Mm -hmm. so i get it i i understand what led them together i understand why they would be drawn together i understand the circumstances that put them together and made them turn to each other for that 
And I think a lot of Christians don't want to understand it because they think if they understand it, that that equates approving it. Yeah, if they empathize, that means that you're right. approving of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's and so, just... so I do understand their relationship. I understand their dynamic. I understand how they make each other happy. But that doesn't mean that I condone it. That doesn't mean that I approve of it. And if they came to me and asked me my opinion of their relationship, I feel like we have the type of connection where I could say, you know, I love you. I love you as a person. I think you're brilliant. I love spending time with you. But no, I I don't, I don't approve of this because of my <laughs> convictions. And here's here's why. Because I, I believe in the Bible. Here's script, scriptural references. Mm-hmm. And I would present that to them. But never, ever, ever out of, well, you're a sinner and you're going to hell because you don't believe this. Yeah, That's never converted anybody. It's yeah. never brought anybody to Christ. Ever. Well, you could say, you could, since you understand, you could help them understand why. Right. Too, so that there's because some, there's relationship there. Yeah, relationship, yeah. Can I, can I ask a question? Did anybody pick up on what we've just talked about? So do we understand homosexuality? I think to a point. If you, How many people think it's all about the sex? I, I don't. No, I no. don't. I don't. Mm-mm. Okay. No. So no. let me ask this question then. Is a homosexual relationship are, but... without the sex... And they're just same-sex relationship. Is that wrong? No, I lived with with Steve for right. I was that's where I was going to go. You guys, <laughs> right. you guys, exactly. I've seen I've seen Steve in his tidy whities. I'm just saying, <laughs> right, and more than I want to. Well, <laughs> well, at least there's no pictures circulating, so we're good with that. That's good. Yeah. But, yeah. So if if homosexuality, like I said, if we if we really understand it. Is mm-hmm. it in or isn't it about the sex? And if it's not about the sex or it is about the sex, well, then we know where that's going. But if it's just about same sex relate or same sorry same relate uh, same yeah. yeah you said it right yeah, same, same sex, sex relationships. relationships yes that I'm gay with every single one of my best friends best friends right yeah if that's right. what it's about if that's, if that's what if it's that's about that's what it's about okay. yeah. then you touched that. on and you said they're best friends and that's the truth mm-hmm. like, yeah. your best yeah. friend yeah. Mm-hmm. if you decide right. that you know what. I've had too many bad relationships. I'm just gonna me and my best friend who we 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 go biking together, we go yeah. fishing together. Yeah, okay, but let let me let me stop it though, nope. because there is a there is a and very I'm not de- condoning this. No, I know there's a very definitive. I know you're not. I'm not. I'm not putting words in anybody's mouth at this point. I'm just saying there's a very definitive line. Okay, mm-hmm. um, would would I say that it is wrong for somebody? Who is of the same? Like, if I look at Steve or you, and I go, you know, they're they're attractive men. Mm-hmm. They're they're not mm-hmm. bad looking men. Okay. <laughs> this is this is uh, a, now, now. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna have this in a podcast later on. The posturing. This is um. This is a uh, yes. Uh, I'm all, I'm already getting nauseous. Uh, all right. <laughs> no. I mean, all right. So. I, I get what you're saying though, because I mean, there's plenty of I have plenty of friends that are very beautiful women, right? And it is perfectly acceptable to look at them and say, you know what? You her hair I'm going to step off in this. I'm gonna, that, that dress looks great on her. Like, yeah, but hold on, I'm going to even gonna take so, it. I'm going to take it a little further than this, yeah. though. Okay, so in our culture today, we've we've got you know, I know we've got the Me Too movement. I know mm-hmm. we're really really guarded about men coming on to women or women coming on to men in the, in a bad way. Those kinds of I get it. I I'm not saying any of those things are bad. 
what I'm saying is that in, in our in our efforts to protect and guard the boundaries, because there's so few left mm-hmm. in this culture, mm-hmm. that we get militant over things that we don't understand. And, and yes. if you don't know the boundary line, <laughs> then what you end up doing, here's here's a good case in point. And we'll, we'll have to do a podcast about this later. Um, my wife and I have walked down the mall halls and we pass a particular store, uh, Vicky Secretion. I'm not gonna say the, um, the real name, but we, we pass the store or we'll walk into the store. And I remember the first time we were young, 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 young. I think we had, I think, think gabriel was a baby and we were in the store and i said something to the to the point of well that's attractive and i was looking obviously at one of the tags (laughs) on on one of the panties or something Mm -hmm. like that i don't remember what i was looking at i didn't care it was this attractive young lady on Mm -hmm. on the on the thing Um, they do it on purpose I mean, they yeah. they want to make the women oh, believe that they're going to... talking about that store. Yeah, Vicky's Secretion, Vic, Victoria's oh. Secret. Catch up, Todd. Catch up. All right. Well, sorry. So I'm <laughs> sitting there looking the at the panty. That I don't care about the panties. I'm a guy. So when I'm looking right. at this thing, what what do you think my eyesight's going to? The panties. The, the chair. You're full of corn, dude. <laughs> I know what your eyes go to. Don't make me call Laura it's right here now. It's not the pattern of the fabric, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't looking the at the lace pattern, okay? What? No. Those lace patterns are like I was looking at other, yeah. other patterns, but I was not looking yeah. at the lace patterns. All, All right. other married guys so, so, just look at the panties. Let's... <laughs> You lie like a dog. <laughs> and Todd's over there about to put his blinders on. Be like, you, there's there's a whole bunch of stupid going on right now. Bunch of stupid. All right, so Cheryl took offense to it. Oh no! Yeah, it, she did. She okay. took offense to that, and it, we were young, both of us insecure. But you notice what made us get insecure about that moment was that we were insecure about mm-hmm. us and that fear of us not being enough led to the point of I need to express that that makes me uncomfortable because you're seeing somebody else's attractive. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. I go to Grand Canyon. I'm looking at this thing and I I see beauty and mm-hmm. I go, holy cow, mm-hmm. that is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. How can anybody deny God? Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. I look at a baby and I go, holy cow, mm-hmm. that is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. How can anybody deny that's God? I look at a female body. I go, holy cow, that is gorgeous. How can anybody say that there's not a God? I look at a male body and I go, oh my God, that's horrendous. No, I'm playing, that's not <laughs> No, I look at that and I go, oh my God, that's that's gorgeous. How can anybody deny? He must that work that's, out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you earned your money today, dude. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, so, but but the line there, the boundary line is this, okay? I don't go to the Grand Canyon and go, oh my God, that is gorgeous. I want to ejaculate into that. Mm-hmm. I don't look at a baby and go, oh my God, don't that's... Say it, don't, don't say it. it don't, don't say it. Say it. I'm so just saying. Don't even say it. Did you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Please yeah. don't go yeah. there. But we're, we, are, we are guarding Shit. those boundary lines hard. And the reason why is because I can notice beauty everywhere. Mm-hmm. In right. fact, the Bible says, look and see. Mm-hmm. Look! Look at creation and see creation itself calls out. It's mm-hmm. okay to notice the beauty. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to put that into a perverted context of I need to sleep with that. Right. And unfortunately, the Bible's clear about the perversion of that. I can notice that Steve is attractive without thinking that I need to become lovers right. with Steve. It's not right. something that I need to do. Right. Yeah. Everybody, you following me? Right. And so that perversion in the context is okay. There's a very distinct boundary line. David mm-hmm. and Jonathan are a huge example 
of two male figures that were extraordinarily close. It literally says that David put his hand on Jonathan's thigh very, very clearly. And it was a promise and a commitment of brothership and kinship. Mm -hmm. But there wasn't a, David did not, quote unquote, know Jonathan in that Mm -hmm. way. Now, there's a Mm -hmm. lot of debate in homosexual um, churches that David and Jonathan mm-hmm. was a homosexual couple. But I, I don't think there's enough theological base there, number one, number two, mm-hmm. or or biblical base on that to, to say. Now, people obviously are going to go into this whole, you know, they changed the words when King James was, was um, transcribing the Bible. Or, you know, I, I don't think it means what you think it means. And I'll, listen, I, all I know is that there is procreation that happens with a male and a female. Right. And God never does anything arbitrarily. Nothing. And so there's always a good reason for not only the earth, not only for his kingdom, not only for you, mm-hmm. but the world all around, why he would condone and put into place this specific system. Mm-hmm. If it was meant to happen, male and male interaction in sexual nature, mm-hmm. okay? Um, same thing with female to female. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, we can go all day long with how many yeah. perversions there are about yeah. that. Yeah. Then there would be procreation that looked healthy, in that right. in that way, I'm just saying there's a system that God has put right. in place. Mm-hmm. The, the the confirmed boundary is what I can be friends with anybody. Mm-hmm. I can shoot. I can live. I lived with with a homosexual in my household for mm-hmm. several years. It's not because I don't love the person. Right. I just don't accept the standard and the perversion of the crossing of that boundary line. Mm-hmm. And as long as they understand that, I'll never, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll never compromise that boundary. Why? Because mm-hmm. I think that once we water or muddy the waters there, mm-hmm. then there's a whole lot of lines that have to be deterred. Then it means well, as long as as long as I'm not hurting somebody else, then mm-hmm. it has to be acceptable. And then then they start to muddy the waters on well, what does hurting look like? Mm-hmm. And can I be? And and I know that nobody wants to hear this, but can I be? Um, you know, um, attracted to an animal? Can I, you know, th- mm-hmm. if I muddy those waters, then can I muddy this one? Like, oh, now you're just going off the... No, I'm not. No, there are people out there that true. are doing that. Right. Yeah. It's it's a slippery slope, and it's a, yeah. it's a, a slow fade into, into deep perversions. So if you don't draw the line somewhere... Yeah. I mean, you're just going downhill. Well, if you continue to muddy waters. But mm-hmm. again, with, to Todd's point and perspective, it's... The kinship is actually necessary. I think that men have become less men because they do not know how to connect with other men. Oh, I agree. There's, that goes to another podcast. Father's not around. Yeah. Oh, not, well, mm-hmm. I, like I said last week. The we did that of, last season, or two season one. No, no. We, we talked a little bit about that last week when I, I saw the meme about women should learn in quietness and full submission. And I said, then you better become president in your stinking family's life because 94% uh, yeah. of the homes out there are fatherless or single family, yeah. single parent homes. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just crazy. 17.7 million households in America or something mm-hmm. like that. I forget wow. what the that are single parent homes. It's yeah. just wow. crazy, crazy yeah. number. Mm. And then we're telling it, well, anyways, I'm not gonna get it. That's a whole other podcast. That is a yeah. whole other podcast. Or I think women, especially with women, they, they need to know how to interact with one another. But I also think- Women usually know how to re- interact with each other. <laughs> we do. The guys I mean, are the it's ones true. That but I've seen, I've seen it go the other way where they they don't. Don't interact very well. And then they interact oh, with the other, yeah. other sex. Well, they know how to do drama too. Oh, 
Uh, well, you just stepped off in the. I didn't say that. Hey, uh, Facebook, Facebook, I did not say that. I'm just all saying, you women out there. Not yeah, all women. Ball, ball beauty all said it. Drama queens, ball. raise your hand. Hey. Let's testify. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Howard. We got H O W A R D. Go look him up on Facebook. You message him. All right. Yeah. I just I also oh you had a comment on that. Go for it. No, no, we're good. Oh, we're good. Okay. I just want to also want to make sure that this is what what we're talking about here is. Um, the, the the lack of agreement, but I also think that men, um, the reason why you see the exiting of a of a, of a relationship like you were talking about between a man and woman, mm-hmm. and the abuses that happen, mm-hmm. is because another part of the absence of father in the home, and there's no accountability or teaching in regards to how to treat a woman mm-hmm. or how a woman should treat a man, and then mm-hmm. the 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 relationship breaks down because there's no discipleship. Mm-hmm. What do you think's going to happen? Of course, the woman is going to go to some place where she feels safe right. and connected Absolutely. and loved, especially sure. if a woman's beating her mm-hmm. or uh, verbally abusing her. Or, uh, I mean, God forbid, all of the things that happen in relationships these days mm-hmm. that prov- provoke or promote um, a safety uh, or, or, or protection of themselves mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the name of themselves. Um, and it sometimes looks like a homosexual relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I totally agree with what Joanna's saying on that. I can understand and view from a characteristic. I also know, though, that the boundaries have to be drawn mm-hmm. clearly. Right. Um, for all the relationships. Well, that's why, that's why I was mm-hmm. saying, is, it, is homosexual gay, whatever you want to call it, is it a sexual thing? No, I, I, I think it has, to, it I has think, to be. I think the sin is the sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that the attraction or the, the friendship or, or the, the relationship. Or, yeah. Yeah, the bond is not bad at all. No. Or the, uh, you know, the, the love that two people have for each other. But it's just when you, when you take it that one step further. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah. Yeah. I, man, I, Scotty and I, I, him and I, because we spend so much stinking time with one another. We fuss and fight like a mm-hmm. married couple. Sure. You know, I, sure. I, I get on his nerves. He gets on my nerves. That kind of stuff. I, I hug him. I, I he he does the whole you know good game thing. He mm-hmm. he does not cup his hand because that's demonic. <laughs> okay, but I'm just saying he does the good game thing, and we we act like we love one another. We're right. we're the married couple on the. Th- it's not like we're sexually you know enacting all these things. That's not. But we're close, Steve and I. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll talk to each other that way. Uh, Todd would kill me if i talk to him like no that's not true that's not true. well i mean you know my friend stephanie and i we had we had a moment on the beach we you know it was just a, a beautiful moment and we had our arms around each other and had our heads leaning in and you know all of a sudden it was like she's like let's let's sing something and and i mean we like had this moment of camaraderie and next thing you know we're singing amazing grace on the beach at holy cow that's awesome it, it was that's really like cool. incredible right and so but we had this moment of of bonding where you know two hearts were coming together in this same incredible spirit of of thankfulness but there was no oh, okay well let's go have sex now yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there, but but there why does it happen? That? But what, what what makes it go there? I think it's a perversion of what we understand to be love. Yeah, mm-hmm. because Hollywood. Right. And I love because they've equated sex to love. You got it. Yeah. The only yeah. way to express my love to someone that's else it. is if I have a a, right. a bodily Sexual. fluid exchange, and yeah. mm-hmm. that's just yeah, it, it ruins the depth of the relationship yeah. to begin with. Right. And a lot of these people have been hurt, like some of them been molested and things like that, yeah. and that's all they're right. they're, they're looking for any kind of love and to them that's what 
Well, that's another that's factor, isn't that? Yeah. I mean, when, when we're talking about the abuse of love, mm-hmm. we talk about the lack of discipleship in the home. Mm-hmm. That's a factor. Abuse of authority. Psychological, mental men. health yeah. is another thing I think that we're not mm-hmm. we're not talking about. I'm, and I'm not saying that everybody, because I think there's a lot of Christians out there that have some really bad mental health issues. Right. Okay, so. No. Yeah, so gossip. There's some in this room well, gossip's that homosexual. <laughs> why are you looking at Steve like that? She's talking about Steve. Why are you looking at Steve like that? Yeah, like, oh, that, like that? Was, that was more like a, there's people in this room. <laughs> oh. Man, why are you talking about Todd that way? Wait a minute. Jeez. Can you believe that? (laughs) And people will write us off because we're talking about, you know, addressing that. Well, there's, there's, why does there have to be something wrong with somebody to be a homosexual, you know, homosexual or practice homosexuality? And, and I would say, I, I I believe that it's not something um, wrong with the person. I don't think that God makes trash ever. I don't think that's it. I think that we can look at decisions that anybody makes, myself included, when when we're dealing with life, not every decision that I make is a good decision. Right. Doesn't mean that there's something inherently wrong with me. It just means that I made a bad decision. Mm-hmm. And I think that in my in my understanding of the truth of God's word, that homosexuality, the the sex with someone with the same sex is not conducive to what God created as healthy sexual relationship and yeah. what the Bible would call sexual immorality. Yeah. But I also think that there's a lot of things that married couples get involved with that can quantify or qualify as sexual immorality as Absolutely. unhealthy to their relationship. That's a whole nother, nother podcast. podcast. Mm. But again, we're not pointing fingers at any one group and saying, well, they're guilty and they're terrible because it all exists yeah. in us as well. We've, we've made those decisions right. to do things that are alternate what God wants and that mm-hmm. in a selfish way, not even in innocence. Because I think that somebody engaging in that in the first act is that the first part that they, they think of is, I just want to connect. Mm-hmm. And even in that connection, there's still that boundary line. And then they have to make that choice. And I would say, okay, even in that romantic nature, there are mm-hmm. some people put in that situation where they're on the beach, they're mm-hmm. watching a sunset. It's it's incredibly romantic. You're you're longing for your husband, and you don't know what to do with all that energy. And so you look at the other person and go, "Well, I heard the song once that said, love the one you're with,' and that's what they think." You know, it's <laughs> no, but song. I'm. It's a good song. I, yeah. I don't. I mean, it's not where you went, but right. there's a lot of people that don't know what to do with that. Right. They, they've never been taught. They right. don't know what healthiness is right. in that. Well, they're being taught. Oh, they're being yeah. brainwashed. brainwashed. They're, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're learning from the wrong. If you sources. have this thought, then go ahead. It's fine. Go ahead. Do whatever you yeah, want to do. Do with what that feels thought. good. Do what makes yeah. you happy. Isn't there a song like that too. Do whatever. I don't know. I haven't heard it. I, I mean, I stay here and drink. I, <laughs> Have a drink on me. Have a drink on me. But if you dehumanize on the basis of mistakes or dehumanize on the basis of decisions. And I think that's what Christian culture tends to do, is they look at the person and they weigh that person on the basis of the decisions that they're making in that moment. Mm. And they go, is uh, is that person worthy of attention? Are they worthy of love? Are they worthy? And if anybody was judged that way, none of us would have salvation. None of us would ever have contact with the Lord. We, we don't have a leg to stand on. Mm-hmm. And so thank God for mercy. Thank yes. God that he loved us and mm-hmm. saw us in spite of where we have been. 
He's called us out of those things. Mm-hmm. And doesn't mean that we changed overnight either. Right. It means yeah. that we, like, I mean, all of us have had, you know, vices and things that they're, I mean, I don't want to go down my list, but tons of stuff. But shouldn't that give us a holographic understanding of someone's humanity mm-hmm. and dealing with the things sure. of this world? Yeah. And shouldn't that breed compassion and patience and, and love yes. and kindness instead of judgmentalism and and mm-hmm. and throwing elbows and like you were saying it, now i also want to balance this out because i think that we're wrong there is a time and a place for loving loving and boy i got to be careful with this choose your words wisely choose your words yeah. Being wise as a serpent loving condemnation now that the two words seem like a oxymoron okay but if i talk to my kids mm-hmm. and they have made a mistake and they keep making the same mistake. When I walk into the door, mm-hmm. I don't go, "It's okay, everything's all right." Right. You're just you're just human, and you're just meant. No, no, no. If mm-hmm. it's hurtful mm-hmm. to them, if it's hurtful to, then I'm going to look at them and say, "Listen, where you're heading is not a good place. Yeah. Right. This is bad. Right. Absolutely." And the mm-hmm. heart is loving, but it's still not condoning mm-hmm. or enabling behavior right that is hurtful enabling is the word yeah right. enabling. enabling it yeah and i think in our culture we deem judgment as something that is totally and we did a podcast about that uh, i'm not going to relive mm-hmm. that podcast but i think that it, we we've got to be okay with there's a, a evangelist that i know i may not agree with all of his methods and he's going to know who he is as soon as he watches this and he won't agree with everything we're talking about but what I love about this guy is he goes out there and he condemns sin for what it is. It's sin. Mm-hmm. It's hurtful to God. Mm-hmm. He says those things. You, you, you sin. If you're a prostitute, if you're a whore, if you're whoring around, if you're doing these things, then you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. It's just that mm-hmm. you are. That's that's the destination that you're heading. And then when while he is vehemently going against these things, he'll have somebody that genuinely, genuinely asks him a question about something. And he'll totally put down anything that he's got. He'll walk off to the side and address that person, person to person, in mm-hmm. one of the most loving ways I've ever seen somebody contact. I, and it blew me away because I thought, well, you're all sinful, you're going to hell, and that's all I could hear. Mm-hmm. And then somebody walks up and talks to him. He's like, Leah, let's talk about it. Yeah, I was there. I went to jail. I was blah, blah, blah. I was blah, blah, blah. And started, <laughs> started preaching the gospel, mm-hmm. giving the testimony. And there are lots of people through loving condemnation that understand what they're doing is wrong. Yeah. Right. And so I would say that, yes, that kind of terminology with a good heart right. can lead someone to uh, a, a place to where they feel like they need yeah. to, to approach. There's some that have right. the gift of evangelism. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I'd say we're all called to do the work of evangelism. I know. Well, but there's some people who have a special gift of, I mean, they, they that's, speak. They just, that's what they're called to do. Yeah. I mean, we're all called to be evangelists, yes. Right. But there's some people that that's just naturally good they, listeners. They, good, they yeah. pursued that venture, yeah. And they they are they are good at it because the Holy Spirit has given them the unction to do that. Yes. I think all right. of us, if we're putting ourselves and in that position, we would be good at when that. They're following under the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is speaking through them, and it's not going to be condemnation. It's going to be conviction. Well, I don't know if that's true because when I when I hear things, it remember we we subject the message of that person to what we understand that person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're hearing through our filters mm-hmm. and so when that person talks we're judging whether or not they're being loving in the way that they're talking yes mm-hmm. and that will either it cause us to accept or deny what they're saying mm-hmm. but i don't think that everybody hears, hears clearly all the time 
Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Jesus never did anything out of angst or hate. Right. Except for maybe hatred of sin, I think that would be. I don't think he did anything out of selfishness. And so when he talked, were there was there anybody that ever walked away feeling like they had no hope? No. No. Yes. The rich young ruler. Oh. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, there were several times with with the Pharisees that absolutely hated and despised yeah. what he said, and they contrived that as being something that was set up to overthrow them, which is why they were like, "We got to get rid of this guy," mm-hmm. and he knew that. So is there any other time in the Bible where you hear, where the people didn't hear right mm-hmm. based on their filters? That's true. Gotcha. And I gotcha. think that I in culture right. today, all over the place, whether it be trans, whether it be lesbian, whether it be Christian, whether it be you know hedonist, whether it be Satanist, any of those people, I think we hear with filters that are ultra sensitive and quick to get offended. Mm-hmm. Quick to get offended is Then correct. we don't understand mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. because we're so guarded right. about our perspectives. Which is the disconnect, I think, that happens between the other side, homosexual to Christian. Mm-hmm. They've been hurt so many times that they're hearing with filters that are hurt and upset right. instead of wanting to understand that we're coming from a loving place. Yeah. Um, so it's it can be yeah treacherous path. We're not yes. careful. But you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's about the heart. It's about yeah. coming in with the heart, bringing the message with a heart of love and Christ-like love that you know sometimes turns over tables mm-hmm. so yeah i don't think in this case i think even in romans it says it, it what does it say that they desire um it, get, get the due penalty for their their error mm-hmm. i think that christians sometimes rush in to make sure people see their error Mm-hmm. They're really quick mm-hmm. to go here. You made this mistake. This is your fault. This is all your fault. This is your problem. This is you. You did this. You did this. Mm-hmm. And I think they're already dealing with the shortcomings. I think when people look in the mirror, they know. They know what they've done. Right. I don't think I need to sit there and point out everything that they are not. You know, you're you're not this way, and you're terrible here, and you're terrible. That's not. That's not the gospel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I, no. I, and I think that even in the Bible, it says that 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 sexual immorality is sin against your own body. And I think that you receive the due penalty of that error. And I think that any one of us in this place who have made, because in this culture it's very easy to do, sex sex can become a god, Mm -hmm. um, it can become an addiction, any of those things. If there's ever been any problems in that area with y'all, then you understand the dilemma of someone, then the humanity of someone that's going through that right now. I, I think that there's an attitude of like I said, compassion, contriteness, sobriety, um, the ability to understand that it's not in your timing and it's mm-hmm. not for you to conform them to your image. Right. But that Holy Spirit is working on them to conform them to the image of the Son of God. And that's in his time. Um, it's also their choice. Mm-hmm. It was for freedom that he set us free. And so I think that, yes, they'll receive the due penalty of their error. Yes, I think there's consequences to sin. I think that's true for every person, man, woman, child, anybody that's on this planet. I don't care if it's homosexuality, gossip, lying, any of that stuff, whatever sin it mm-hmm. is. In that case, I will agree that there is no degree of sin. Sin is sin. But when it comes to um, our, our approaching it, there's got to be a healthier way of dealing with that. Because we're, mm-hmm. we're really leaving a lot of dead bodies on the side of the road in the way that we approach yeah, we this stuff. Um, and we eat our wounded. Hmm. That's another podcast, too. 
that we need to talk about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are dealing with how do we do Galatians 6 how do we when we find somebody in a trespass how does how do we how do we restore them how do we mm-hmm. get them to a place to where they're not written off and there's a lot of things right now in Christian culture I don't know if you noticed a lot of heroes quote unquote a lot of giants quote unquote have fallen away and have been caught in trespasses or in sin and what do we notice about these people they are they are killed off and destroyed and nobody wants to hear about them sure it's it's uh it's a shame it really is a shame well opinions are opinions Mm. truth Mm -hmm. is what truth 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 is absolute no matter what so either you buy into the fact that and i know there's a lot of deconstructing faith out there man i cannot tell you how many videos i've seen i saw this one guy that said the bible is not inerrant and I'm not going to discuss with you anything if you believe that the Bible is inerrant. That it is, you know, it's, it, you, you can't, you know what inerrant means. It means it's perfect. It has no mm-hmm. errors. And so it either is or isn't. Um, I believe that the heart of the Bible mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit behind the Bible is absolutely true. Yes. Um, I think that the true translation of that is, I always say that the Bible without the Holy Spirit is devoid of life. And the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit is what makes that that document living and breathing inside yes. us mm-hmm. um and so but I, I i think in the deconstruction of this you got to be careful that you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. it's one of my favorite analogies mm-hmm. yeah don't say that the bible is terrible and that we're not reading the bible or taking the bible for for as truth because somebody twisted it and made it stupid mm-hmm. um I, and i want to read this. this is one of the quotes i got um it says either way christians represent christ as, about, as far as opinions and, and truth. Either way, Christians represent Christ and should not carelessly express truth without a sense of sobriety and responsibility as to why we hold to that truth, what effects they will have, and what opinion they might encourage or discourage. Mm-hmm. So we are moving at the pace of love in regards to our fellow man, mm-hmm. always. And if we're speaking out without thinking or contemplating our fellow man then you're at fault you're wrong Mm -hmm. you're Mm -hmm. guilty and you need to repent so hear me what i'm saying if you're out there and you're chopping off heads in the name of being right and you're not contemplating the person in the process and listen i was guilty i've I've been guilty yesterday i'm guilty the day before i just want to let you know that's that's where we're at today anybody have any remarks about that at all or anybody want to add to that I think we covered it really well. I yeah. think we did too. It was a great, great conversation. Today, yeah. our song of the day comes from Toby Mac. Yeah. And uh, it's it's one of the one of the great songs that he has mm-hmm. as far as uh, speaking life is what it's called. And I, I want to make sure that, you know, we don't have permission to use this. We're just picking out favorite songs that we have, and hopefully the artist doesn't kill us in the process. But Thanks, Toby. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Toby. Um, so um, <laughs> we're really going to play this song, and uh, we're gonna, we'll get back to you right after this song. This is called Speak Life. Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our heart through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Broken, live or die So speak life
gets twisted Other days my thoughts just fall apart I do, I don't, I will, I won't It's like I'm drowning in the deep Well it's crazy to imagine Words from my lips as the arms of compassion Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life, speak life To the deadest you say raise your thoughts a little higher use your words to inspire joy will fall like rain when you speak life with the things you say lift your head a little higher spread the love like fire hope will fall like rain when you speak life with the words you say so speak Speak live by Toby Mac. This is uh, PT and the PT podcast and uh, all the podcasting partners. I believe this is probably one of the best conversations we've had um, as far as um, dealing with the internal struggle between ourselves and people out there. Um, and I and I say out there. What do I mean by out there? I mean in in the world when we're coming in contact with anybody. Um, there's there's a chance for disconnect in our lack of understanding, our lack of empathy, our lack of being able to be human and knowing what people are going through in humanity. And I think Jesus came so that we could bring hope to humanity. Not so that, I love what John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. God sent not his son, this is verse 17, God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And there's more Amen. to John chapter three, but I just want to make it clear. Your job is not to hurt people. Amen. Your job is to speak life. life. Yeah. And that's why that song exists. Listen, we're looking for uh, any kind of questions that you might have. Uh, but if we don't get it, we're going to try to do this again next week. Oh, no, we're not. Next week, we are next off. Week we're off. We're off. We're off. I'm always off. California. But, yeah, and I will be in Iowa with my family. Uh, my grandmother, who was uh, 98. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Um, she turned 98 this in February. She'll be turning 99 
And uh, I guess she's just chosen not to go home. She's going to stay around for a while. Well, so come on, Grandma. She got something to do. Yeah, yeah. she got stuff to do. <laughs> Although, she, uh, yeah, she, we're, we're thrilled to be able to see her, thrilled to be able to see the family, but I'll be out of town. And next week, what? I turn. Uh, you turn. 44. No. 45. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. I'm 45. I'll remember that next time. Next time we have a have a party for you. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, I'm kind of glad that we don't have a podcast, so I don't have to deal with that kind of abuse. Um, let oh, me we'll see. bring it back the following. Yeah, I bet say, you will. If it makes you feel better, next week is also my 20th high school reunion. So, we'll be celebrating that. Wow. Yeah. 20. It's all, like, it's all the things. You graduated in 2002. I did. So Again. you should know that I'm approaching my 30th. So 30th. you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you're approaching your 50th, right, Todd? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, look, I'll turn off the, the live feed the if you want to throw the mug at his head. Uh, <laughs> great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we saw it a long time ago. I owe this to my father. It's pretty. I'm mine, too. Mm. Steve, where'd your hair go? Never mind, don't answer that. Out. It fell out down the drain. Let me say how incredibly <laughs> thankful we are for the opportunity to be able to enter your lives by way of this podcast to say it every yes, week, amen. and I mean it every week. We we know that what we're expressing sometimes isn't popular. Mm-hmm. We know that sometimes you don't agree with us, and that is okay. But what's cool is that we can all listen. We can talk about it. We can have conversation about it. Right. And I encourage that conversation in your homes, everywhere yes. that you're at. But please, like Matthew chapter 10 talks about, be wise, be nice, be kind, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. those things, okay? Yes. Uh, for those of you that are still listening, I just want to let you know, uh, we welcome your responses. Please email me at tim at timletch.com. Once again, that's tim at timletch.com. If you have an idea about what you'd like to talk about, um, anything that you'd like to hear us talk about, um, or maybe just tell us to shut up. Either way, we're fine with that. Yeah. I also want to tell you, thank you for um, for listening. Thanks, Crossroads Community Church of Lindale for sponsoring this podcast and Amen. allowing us the opportunity to broadcast you uh, from their podcast studio in Lindale, Texas. Um, and we will be back in two weeks, not next yes. week, but the week after next. And I'm not even going to tell you what we're talking about. I'll let you know when we get there. All right. Uh, for in, Until we talk in two weeks, guys. Yeah. Have fun. Enjoy. This is Dodd Bergen. This is Steve Howard. It's Joanna Grace. And this is PT signing off. If no one has told you, God loves you a whole, whole lot, and so do we. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>